Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, I love this church. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Woo! Tell anybody, Bishop Doug, we love you. What a powerful time we have in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. And we are about to be favored. Amen. God has favored you to bring you here. If you are in the presence of the Lord this morning, God has favored you. Hallelujah. You will not fall. Tell your neighbor, I will not fall. Hallelujah. Because the words that we hear over and over and over again from our anointed pastor, they will keep you. Amen. And this morning, I am happy again to announce to you that our pastor is in the house to bring us a powerful word. I want you to put your hands together. Let's welcome our pastor, he has joined for Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, I said put your hands together for the Lord. Remember that he has favored us. That's why we are here. We are not here because we are good. We are not here because we are better than anyone. But our testimony is that he favored us. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for choosing us in spite of it all. Thank you for making us your own. Thank you for salvation. And thank you for a church. Thank you for a gathering to come in and be part of. This afternoon, Lord, I pray that you reach us where we are at. Speak a word into our spirits, Lord. And may we never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lift up your Bible. Let's make our confession. This is my Bible. Take it up now. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. 
never 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 i'll never be the same in jesus name amen and amen god bless you take your seat the first time i heard this song it was at the wedding of a very precious sheep of mine she was coming from a serious life in the world hey do you understand when i say serious life in the world serious the kind of life that you should not even marry yeah and god sorted her out and she became the choir leader and at her wedding the song was sung yeah are you there they whispered conspired they told their lies that god favored him the second person i heard telling me a very moving story about this song is kata this was the first song he learned as an unbeliever who converted to christianity then he fell away from the Lord and he came back to church and the choir sang the same song led by the same leader and he returned to the Lord. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Come on. I said, come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. So for some of us, it's a very emotional song. Yeah, it's a very, very emotional song. Amen. Powerful. But today... I have a word for you that does not fit in the series. That will take it like that. Is it okay? I have come to see that, you see, one day, the Lord gave me a word that didn't fit in the series. And I disobeyed. And I came to preach my series. It was one of the Basenta messages. Look, the message, have you seen dry biscuits that doesn't have any hope? The message was like dry biscuit. If you go back and listen to the series, you see that it was on Sunday. It didn't work. <laughs> Usually, I don't disobey. I don't know why that day. I don't know. But when it happened again today, I said, look, series or no series, peace. We are flowing. So the title of my message today is Acts chapter 27. <laughs> That's it. That's what I heard in my ear, and that's what I'm... It's one, of the, it's one of my favorite stories in the Bible for many reasons, you know, and I believe that the Lord was sharing something with us at this time. Amen. Amen. Now, if you know your book of Acts to any level, you know that the Apostle Paul took over the story of the first church at a certain point. When you start the book of Acts, we are seeing the other apostles, particularly Peter, featuring very much. But at a point... The truth is that Peter didn't do everything that the Lord wanted him to do. He obeyed, yes, he obeyed to a point. Um, when it was time to take the gospel to such as us, tell your neighbor, such as us, people who were not Jews, Peter was not able to do it. He had an experience where he was sleeping, if you remember the story, and he was shown. So he was even the one who had the revelation that, look, the things we used to call unclean, don't call them unclean anymore. And the result of that vision was that he went to the house of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Acts, and Cornelius was not a Jew, but he went and he led them to Christ. But after that, instead of continuing and opening up so that the gospel will go, he went back into his, the tyranny of the familiar. We all like what we are familiar with. So they once again retreated and they just kept the gospel among themselves. And that was why a certain persecution came upon the church to scatter the church. So after scattering them all over the place, the church of Antioch was born. 
Are you with me? The Antioch church was born. And the Antioch church was different from the church in Jerusalem. In that day, they went everywhere preaching the word. Are you here? Now, during that time, remember if that persecution was brought about by Saul, who now became converted to Paul. And when Paul came in, he now came to take over the evangelism to the Gentiles. And so for more than half of the book of Acts, we are only seeing Paul. Yeah. Are you getting it? Yeah. So Peter, he was still in his position and all that. But he was no longer the champion of the thing. He had lost it in a way because he didn't obey fully. May the Lord deliver us from disobeying him. Are you here? Uh, so it's not that, oh, he was not a Christian. It's not like that. He was also still a very powerful um, preacher and all the rest of it. But the rest of the story, he was overtaken by Paul quite clearly. That's why when you open your Bible, first Peter is from Peter. Second Peter is from Peter. But Romans, Hebrews, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, first Corinthians, second Corinthians, First Timothy, Second Timothy, First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, Titus, Philemon, Jude, all written by Paul. The rest of the New Testament written by Paul. That one alone is a lesson. May the Lord help us to do what He has asked us to do. Hey, because it looks like when you come from there, you fall down in a way. You are no longer significant. May we never become insignificant. What God says we should do, may we do it now. So as Paul took over and he became such a spearhead in so many things concerning the first church, the time came when the Lord allowed him to be captured because he now had to go and preach to Caesar. You can't just walk in to go and preach to Caesar. So the Lord had engineered it. He was now a prisoner. It's like you are a prisoner. So we are taking you to Caesar. And he knew that as he's going, he's going to preach there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> modern Christians we don't understand so hello in these our lives some small difficulty pay you start to say that hey I don't believe in God in my don't no, you don't understand that some things that happen in your life is be somebody else because yeah somebody sometimes God does it just to bring you close to another person it's the only chance the person has to hear of Christ then you'll be there lamenting you have even forgotten you are a Christian Tell God that Lord, forgive me. I, 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 I mean, forgive me. Yeah, forgive me. You are complaining. Some of you are students. When you came to a school, you didn't like complaining and quiet. You didn't know that God actually planted you there for a reason. Now, here is one of those instances in Acts chapter 27 where Paul finds himself on a ship, a boat. I can say a ship. We've been in Montias here. Hallelujah. And. <laughs> Oh, God, where am I going to pick this story up from? Let's start from Acts 27 and verse 7. I'm reading in the New Living Translation. If I read the King James, I will lose you. So let's read it in English that we understand. We had several days of slow sailing, and after much difficulty, we finally neared Sindus. But the wind was against us. You see, in those days, it was not a motorboat. It was driven by the wind. Uh-huh. The wind was against us, so we sailed across to Crete and along the sheltered coast of the island past the Cape of Salmon. 
We struggled along the coast with great difficulty and eventually and finally arrived at Fair Havens near the town of Lassia. We had lost a lot of time. The winter was becoming dangerous for sea travel because it was so late in the fall. And Paul spoke to the ship's officers about it. Now, what it is is this. In those days, when there was a time when a time of the year when you can sail safely, winter was not that time. Because as you are moving, you go and land on an iceberg. Anything can happen to you. How many of you know the story of the Titanic? You know that it's an, yeah, it's an iceberg that cut open the boat and they sank. Good. So there was a time of the year that was okay. It was conducive for sailing. And there was a time that was not. So when they said in the fall, that's the autumn. And that's around the month of August, September. After that, it begins to get colder and colder. And the weather begins to become more and more harsh. And under such conditions, you don't really travel. So that's why it says they were late. Because if you're going to make this journey, you should have made it a little earlier. Before there was such a danger coming. Are you there? And so Paul went to speak to the people about it. To those, you know, the ship's officers about it. Listen to what he said. Men, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on. Shipwreck, loss of cargo, and danger to our lives as well. So he was trying to share with them that if we continue on this journey at this time of the year, there's going to be a problem. You see, but there was a reason why, they, let's continue the story. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner, that's the owner of the ship, than to Paul. And since Fair Havens was an exposed harbor, I'll explain, a poor place to spend the winter, most of the crew wanted to go on to Phoenix, further up the coast, and spend the winter there. Phoenix was a good harbor with only a southwest and northwest exposure. Now, I'll explain. Now, there were places where if a ship got there during winter, you'll be okay, you'll be comfortable. The ship will anchor there. When they say you drop anchor, it means you have stopped. So they drop the anchor, it goes to the bottom of the sea and the ship does not move. So where the, ba the boat was when Paul said this, was not a good harbor. They called it an exposed harbor. An exposed harbor doesn't have any covering. So the people use their normal mind. Tell your neighbor your normal mind. And they said that, oh, if that's the case, let's force. Have you ever heard such a thing before? Let's what? Force. Let's force and get to Phoenix. Because Phoenix is a place where, oh, if we have to spend the winter there, it's not bad. There's some shielding around. We'll be shielded from the west of the winter. And we can be there till. You see, it's not everything that makes sense that you should do. Some things make logical sense. But don't do them. Don't do them. I remember one day, in this, we were in Tamale at the time, and a bus, an STC bus was coming. And when they got somewhere, they had a similar discussion. <laughs> it was a night bus. And all the, many of the people on that bus were church members. Church members of the various churches in town. Major members. So, a discussion went on. The bus driver said, I'm tired. Let's sleep. And the people said that this place that you want us to sleep, it is not commodious. Besides, 
We got church going. I'm a chorister. I'm a pastor. I'm a something. I got to be in church tomorrow morning. If we sleep at this town that you are speaking of, it's going to take us another three hours in the morning to get home. We'll be late. It will not be well. So, brother, try. Listen, that's why I'm telling you again. I said that it's not everything that seems to make sense that you should do. If I don't marry him now, I'm 38 years old. I'm a 40-year-old man. If I don't marry him now, I don't want somebody to marry. So, I'm... it's not everything. Look, <laughs> I want you to tell your neighbor, do you hear my look? It's not everything that... <sighs> it may make sense, so, but be careful. I will never forget it that Sunday morning when we arrived at church early in the morning and the news went round and our phones were belling. The STC of last night crashed. It took with it pastors, choristers, church after church after church. I will never forget it as the wailing began that Sunday morning. The bus never arrived. And it did not arrive because some people said that. Ah, what did the man say here? <laughs> he says that it's a poor place to spend the winter. It may look like a poor place to spend the winter, but spend the winter there. It's better to spend your winter in a poor place alive than in a good place dead. <laughs> Are you here? Yeah, you see in the church the people every day they are talking you see this church eh, the gossips are very alive here these days I've been facing them from my pulpit and I plan to continue so if you either repent and stop your gossiping or every Sunday we'll be cooking your bam no problem but it's better to be here where the gossips are alive than out there where there are no gossips but you are dead my what you are saying is it correct she will not be blasting the, the gossip. Hey, my friend, mind your business. <laughs> you see, noise okay. Hello? <laughs> Tell anybody there was two of every kind of animal inside. <laughs> uh, when you look at the pictures, child, children's Bible, they have only drawn two elephants, two horses, two cats. What again? Two dogs. Two beds. They have left two hyenas. They have left two snakes. They have left the snake crab types. Two pythons. Two anacondas. Two croco croco. Do you know the croco? <laughs> two rats. <laughs> oh, you have seen a picture that they brought the rats. I mean, I've never seen one before. They always draw the nice animals. I want you to understand that on that boat there was tension there. The lion came to wake up Father Noah. Father Noah. Father Noah. Warn the antelope. Warn the antelope. When she sees me, she'll be shaking her waist at me just because she knows that. When Father Noah is trying to sleep, then the mouse will come. Some mornings the lions and the tigers will want to fight because they eat the same kind of food. 
But I need you to understand that no matter what was happening inside the boat, no matter what was going on inside the ark, it was better to be inside the ark and alive than outside the ark and dead. Yeah. You better just talk to yourself. Yeah. Look, there is no church without problems. So. Every church we have got problems. I have some church members, no matter what you do, they will sleep together. Doesn't matter what we do. Hey. We have some church members, they are thieves. You can preach from here to Katamanto, they will steal. No, it is true. Are you here? Why do you think when the music is nice during the offering, we say sit down? Don't stand. We have to see what is going on. If you like, close one eye. Close one and see. Hmm. Are you here or you have gone home? Apocryphers. You know apocryphers? Those who steal apart for exams. My preachers, ah, they are still stealing them. Hey. And tell your neighbor, you too, you are also there. You too. You too, you are also. But it is better to be inside and alive than outside and dead. Yeah. The guys were saying that this phoenix that we are is not the best. I need you to understand that sometimes where you are is not the best. Sometimes your job is not the best. But stay there. Stay there. Because this other one you are admiring, what you don't know, it will take your life from you. It's not every job that we take. I say it's not every what? Yeah. Some jobs and you are sweaty, you don't like the place. The office is not nice. Most government offices are not nice. When you see the office cry, your desire to work cry will pass through your feet and go. Listen, just go and box it small and arrange it small. Because sometimes it's better. What you are doing is okay. Amen. I know so many people, they have their own business. And instead of just taking it like that, you are looking for something else. You are what? Looking for something else. No, look, it's better for you to have that one. It's better. It's better. You see, when you look on the other side, it looks better. But Charlie, when you get close, you will now know what was burning them that you didn't know. Yeah. You will now know what was killing them that you didn't know about. How many of you, if you get NGO job, you like? Mm. See your hand. See your hand. Sit where you are, Boko. What did you see? You are looking at the fat salary that... Do you know why the salary is so fat? Because security of job is almost nil. You wake up one morning and the donor who is... I will say that. I'm out. In fact, they'll give you some warning. We are out of here in two years. And for two years, you'll be sweating. You'll be looking at the thing. As they are paying you, you say, 23 months to go. 20 months to go, 10 months to go, 8 months to go, 9 months to go. And all the while you are praying that they will extend the prayer. I tell you, they will end it with you inside. When you look at it on the surface, you don't think so. 
They always seem to have a nice new car, a fresh car. I'm telling you about. Go and ask the under. And some of you students, you have got a school, you're not taking like that. Hey. I said, you're not taking like that. He said, I told this school that I have got is not good. The teacher, when the teacher is speaking English, instead of speaking English, they speak English. Take the English like that. I said, take the English like that. Because you may be going somewhere else where, hey, one of my sons went to a school. Hey, tell me about a school. Hmm. Do you know evil spirits? Hmm. I said, do you know evil spirits? Do you know evil spirits? Alive and well. Yes. Oh, the encounters more than we could count. More than we could carry. Yeah. Meanwhile, Charlie, when you look at it, it's a good place to go. After that child, I never sent any other child from that time till now. Almost 20 years. Not sent one more person there. Yeah, because you think it's okay. But there were things going on. One day, <laughs> and those things were reserved for the Christians. It didn't happen to those who were not serious with God. And one day he was calmly sitting on a ledge with some steps down there. And he told me, he said, there was nobody around me. Are you here? That morning, you see, there was a lady. God bless her. She just decided that she would pray for my children. She would just pray for them. And she had called me that morning and asked me whether I had heard from him. I said, oh, no, it was nothing. I mean, I had no head. I said, why? She said, oh, she had some wake up, you know, when the Lord wakes you up, pray for this particular. So she prayed. That night, he called us. And he said, my face is bruised. I said, what happened? And he said, as he sat on that ledge, he said there was nobody around him. He knew there was nobody there. But he said, somebody pushed him said the push was behind his back he fell and he collected the blow on his face and he said as he hit the ground the other boys around they saw they didn't see the person pushing but they saw the fall he said they screamed they thought he was dead when they ran and came there you'll be sitting down saying that media this school that they have given me the water crowd doesn't even run take it like that hey Maybe God knew that this is son, somebody be praying for him. You dead who God maybe knows that you where you are coming from. There's nobody praying behind. Hey. No, no, the fall was so wild that, but I believe that it was the prayer that blocked whatever. If it was you, your whole face. Yeah, because there are very sensitive bones there. Yeah. Are you in the house? Yeah. Tell your neighbor, it's not everything that looks good that is good. Hmm. I've been crying. You want to change your accommodation? Look, go ahead and pay your rent and stay where you are. Stay where you are. It's not every house that is nice that we go and stay in. Hey! You are in a nice house. Then the night, the doors are creaking. Hey! I feel want to mean that. Say, oh, but that house, you know, I wanted the house because it's a little bigger. Listen. Are you listening to me? Take that smaller house for another year or two. Just take it like that. Take it like that. Maybe it's because of you that they have spoiled my preaching today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you enjoying Acts 27? Let us continue. So Paul has won the guys. He has told them that, look, even though the weather is looking okay, 
it's not okay. But they didn't mind him. They said, we know how to ride boats. We are the boaters. Who are you? You are only a prisoner. Verse 13, when a light wind began blowing from the south, sailors thought they could make it. So they pulled up the anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. But the weather changed abruptly. And a wind of typhoon strength burst across the island. Listen, for this verse, give me the King James. I want you to see something. It's a kind of wind. Hey, we're not in verse 13. Uh-huh. Let's go to... Go to 13 first. Let's take 13 and come to 14 in the King James. And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, loosening them, they sailed close by Crete. Verse 14. But not long after, there arose against it a tempestuous wind called the Euroclidon. That's why I wanted us to use the King James. The King James uses the original name, what they called that kind of wind, and they called it a Euroclidon. Tell your neighbor, there is wind and there is wind. Some winds don't do anything, but this is a particular wind called the Euroclidon. Take us back to the New Living Translation. And it's also known as a northeaster. It's a type of wind. If you are a person who watches the climate, you see that there are some times of the year certain kinds of wind come and pass around. And this one. Hmm. And it says it blew them out to sea. There are some winds you should not be out of your house in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in Tamale we saw it every year. Yeah. Some kind of wind. Hmm. Verse 15, the sailors couldn't turn the ship into the wind and so they gave up and let it run before the gale. Yeah. So they've just left it. It's not they just wear a bite. You see, there are some things if you force and if you do them, your life will just be going. It will just be going. You are in a relationship with an unbeliever. Your life will just be going. <laughs> your life will what? Just be going. You have married a quarrelsome woman. Your life will just be going. It will just be going. <laughs> Why, you have gone to resurrect your mother tank. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We sailed along the sheltered side of a small island named Kauda, where with great difficulty we brought aboard the lifeboat being towed behind us. You see, in those days, the ship is going and then the lifeboat is behind you. The idea being that if there's trouble, you, pick, you get into it. They realize that if they don't pick that boat, the boat itself may go and leave them. <laughs> hey! So the sailors bound ropes around the hull of the ship to strengthen it. They were afraid of being driven across to the sandbars of Satis, of the African coast. So they lowered the anchor to slow the ship and were driven before the wind. You see, now, you are just going. You are just going. Some of you, you are just going in life. You are just going. Hey. Nobody can talk your matter. You are just going. And as you are there, some wind called we has caught you. You are just going. Hmm. There are we smokers in the church, I'm telling you. They look, they, you could be sitting by them because they don't look like what you imagine. 
<sighs> wow. Some people, when they sit by you, you better just hold your bag. It's true. Tell anybody, it's not everything we say. The next day, so how many days have passed too? And the next day, the gale, the gas, the wind is still blowing. It continued to batter the ship, and the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. You see, when you don't listen to God in your life, God was speaking to them. They didn't listen because He spoke to them through somebody who was a prisoner. And most of the time, we think a prisoner is a wicked man who has killed somebody. This man was actually innocent. It's God who had organized him being there as a prisoner. And he organized him there for two things. One, to bless that boat. To ensure that it will get where it's going. And two, to speak the word of God to them. But they didn't recognize. Some of you, you are in a situation where the person who has spoken the word of God to you is a child. But you don't see that they are speaking to you. Hey. Are you there? It's a young person who has spoken to you. But your things have come. I think that I will not listen. And when you do not listen to God speaking to you in your life, the precious things of your life, a day will come, you will start to throw them out overboard. Because this was their cargo. This was the reason why. You see, Paul was going as a prisoner, but that ship was sailing because of its cargo. The reason why a ship sails is because it's carrying something it must deliver from here to there. That's why it is going. So now, how can you now come to the place where you are now removing the things which the reason why you are going, you are now offloading it. You have gone to disobey God. Ah, now the school that you came to, you don't even go to class. You don't even go to class. The man that you disobeyed everybody and married him, no. Now you don't even sleep with him again, no. Shipwreck. Hey. Ask your neighbor, are you the stubborn person they are talking to? Or who is that? Who is that? Who are they talking to? Because some of you are so stubborn. Over here, we need for fair, 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 but now you have made your face. Hey. I, you see, this message, when I was coming, I said, Lord, I, 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 don't, I hope you are right when you are saying I should preach this. Because I knew it was going in this way. Hmm. Ah, I fear God and not you, so let me preach. Hmm. The following day, so it's another day. <laughs> Remember verse 18 was the next day. Now we are on the following day again. It's not every storm that ends in one day. The following day, they even took some of the ship's gear. The gear is now the equipment. <laughs> the equipment, the thing that you are using to even... That's what you are now throwing away. That one too, they threw it overboard. Me, now the storm didn't stop. You know, listen when God is speaking to you. It's not worth it. Oh, this It's not worth it. Hmm. So they continued... The terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars until at last all hope was gone. Out of us warning, 
out of not listening out of refusing to hear out of doing what was convenient out of doing what it seemed good to you with human sense to do they had now come to a place where there was no light if you get to a place where there is no light you have to know you are in a bad place because a simple journey from here over there can become an experiment with death in the middle of darkness you may think you are walking here meanwhile you are walking this way and you just go down the steps because of the darkness hey when God is speaking you cannot hear God speaking to you most of the time you can hear you have just decided that you will not hear Hmm. Verse 21. No one had eaten for a long time. How can you eat? How can, how can you eat? This kind of stuff. How can you eat? How in this storm? What are you going to eat? How can you eat? Some of you young children, they keep telling you, stop, stop. You won't stop. You won't stop. Hey. A grown man is chasing you, say you won't stop. Ha! Ha! You won't stop. Yeah, car, 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 you won't stop. You won't stop. When night falls on your life, eh? There are days when I used to wish that we could cane children in church, but unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> and there are also days when I wish I could cane adults. Because some of you are grown in age, but you need a cane. Need a cane to make you obey. Hey, are you there? Ask your neighbor, are you one of those they should have been caning? Hey, hmm. Finally, Paul called the crew together. Now, this Paul, who you had refused to mind, the same man of God, he's now the one coming back. He told you at the beginning, no. Then he said, men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. This morning I'm speaking to somebody you should have listened to. You should have listened. You should have listened. However, there's no bother to throw away bad children. My aunt taught me. Hmm. (laughs) But take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. (laughs) The ship there, it will go down. It will go down. And that's why sometimes in the midst of everything that is there, God has to just allow the ship to go down. You shouldn't have been on it in the first place. You should have sailed at that time. You should have married that person at that time. You should have taken that job at that time. There are times when he has to allow the thing to go down. Mm. <laughs> are you there? I love verse 23. For last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and who I serve stood beside me. May an angel appear to you. May an angel stand by you. I pray that the slap he gives you will correct you. No, sometimes you just need it. Just correct me. 
just correct me in the middle of that darkness an angel appeared may an angel appear in the darkness there as you couldn't see your way may God send somebody to you whether spiritual or physical that you will be able to receive and hear from now listen to the message that he came with do not be afraid Paul he will surely stand trial remember he was going to do a job say you will get there you get there what is more God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you this is our boat called fountain of life cathedral may not be perfect it may not be perfect but this I know that the God who I serve and the God for whom I have given my life he is with us rather than jumping out and saying that I'm going to look for another ship I wonder what you will find there hey I said I wonder pastor are you saying that only your church no for you this is the place for you for you there are a lot of very good churches but it's not it's, it's not for you if it was for you you would be there so he told him he said God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you me this is my prayer and my belief that God will have mercy on us that God who has mercy will keep us so take courage for I believe God it will be just as he said but we will be shipwrecked on an island are you here this afternoon I'm saying to you that some shipwrecks are a blessing when you hear the word shipwreck you hear something is spoiled, something is broken but at times it's for our good this was how the Lord rescued them let me quickly read the rest of the story about midnight on the 14th night of the storm 14th night of the storm mm. <laughs> they now sensed that they were near land and they dropped an anchor hey hmm. are you here verse 30 then the sailors tried to abandon the ship they lowered the lifeboat as though they were going to put out anchors from the front of the ship and Paul said to the commanding officer and the soldiers you will die unless the sailors stay on are you here? You were what? Don't joke with your Christian life. Oh. Many times when you think that I know God, you joke and you imagine that you can remain on your own without, without God. He never made us to survive on our own. It was never ever his plan. He always put us together. Satan does not fear you as an individual at all. Because for as long as you're alone, he can take you down any time. Please go and watch National Geographic. There is no lion that attacks a pack. It attacks a single one. When you isolate yourself. And in this church, I have so many of you who don't come to church often. Mm. I say you don't come to church often. Be careful. That in your time aside, that's not when something will chew you. That's when you meet the guy you should never have met in your life. You meet the lady you should never have met. Some people you should not meet them. 
their entrance into your life is the entrance of a problem. And if you had been where you should have been, you would not have met them. Hmm. Please, I'm ending my story. <laughs> are you here? Pastor, you are saying it so that I'll stay with you. Hey, I'm happy to tell you that God, look, God, he doesn't really need any particular one of us. His church doesn't need any particular one. If we go, another group will come. But you, for your sake. Me, I'm here doing what I'm doing for my sake. Hmm? For whose sake? Yeah, for my sake. Some of you, we gave you work to do, you say you won't do. You didn't know it was for your sake. But then the people will be disturbing me. You didn't know that by looking after them, it forces you to pray. Have you not seen that since you didn't do it? What has become of you? What has become of you? That's why you can't even come to church regularly. Hey, I didn't call your name. I didn't call your name. I didn't call your name. You just look straight and you smile, but it's you. <laughs> hey, the thing that we are doing is for us, oh. You are a chorister, you say you won't choir. That's when you'll be roaming somewhere, you'll be seen by who you should not be seen by. Pastor, are you cursing us? You see, somebody should slap you. You don't need a curse, you've already acted it out. Hey. I said, when you have something to do in the house, all these laptop boys and girls, if you were not doing it in the house, hey. I said, hey, you would have been somewhere. Hey, I said, why are you hiding your face? (laughs) No, no, no. You see, they haven't done anything wrong. I'm just saying that sometimes it's just because of what you do. So you didn't feel like coming to church, but you drag yourself and come. Because you are not knowing that if you hadn't come, some Jatabi was passing and saw your door. But when they knocked, you were not there. Let me end, Niger. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hmm. From verse 33. Just as day was dawning, Paul urged everyone to eat. You have been so worried that you haven't touched food for two weeks. Please eat something now for your own good, for not a hair of your heads will perish. Then he took some bread, gave thanks to God before all of them, broke it off a piece and ate it. Then everyone was encouraged and began to eat. All 276 of us who were on board. Hallelujah. Oh yes, 276 people, but they were all rescued. At the end of it, they lost the ship, but nobody, no life was lost. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? Acts chapter 27. Acts chapter 27. Our nation is looking at a Eurocliden. Yeah, if you have eyes to see, you can see it. Some people are very quiet all of a sudden. Yeah, it's a storm. Yeah, it's a storm. I don't know when last the city fell at this rate. I don't know when last prices rose at this rate. I don't know when last our currency became so useless. There was a time like that in the 80s when, I mean, 
your 10 whatever in the morning is not the same in the evening. It's amazing that we are back there. It's a storm. It's a storm. What will happen to you in the storm? Are you going to start to sleep around in the hopes of increasing your money? Are you going to take a job that you shouldn't take because of the money? You're going to start helping somebody who's doing illegal things to do them because of money? You know something? It's a storm. There is no storm that never ended. It will pass. We don't know how long it will last. Who knows how long the war in Ukraine will last? We don't know. But this one thing we know. The God who we have believed in. I said the God in whom we put our trust. The one whose name we call. And the one whose name is above everything of things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. He, he's not taken by surprise. And he's not shocked. Stay in this ship. We don't know how many fights we shall fight in here. I wish I could promise you we'll not fight again. We don't know what new gossip the gossips will find to gossip. We don't know. But what we do know at the end of it, for many of us wearing it, the Lord is with us. We will end alive. Not one of us will be lost. Not one of us will go down. Not one of us will be bombed out. Not one of us will lose our footing. Footing because God will take care of us. Stand to your feet. And I know he favored me because my enemies did try but they couldn't try over me. Yes, they did try, but they couldn't triumph over me. They whispered, conspired, they told their lies. God favored me, my character, my integrity, my faith in God. He favors me, will not fall, will not bend, will compromise. God favors me, I speak life and prosperity, and I speak health. God favors me, they whisper, conspired, they told their lies. God favors me, my character, my integrity, my faith in God. He favors me. I want you to pray for yourself for a few moments. And you want to pray that in this storm that is raging, we don't know how long it is, but we can see a storm over our nation. We can see a financial storm. We can see a storm as our leaders have even less integrity than we knew. Yeah, all kinds of storms. We just want to talk to the Lord this afternoon and say, Lord, I cast my lot with you. I cast my lot with you. I will not do something wrong. I will not do something I shouldn't do. I will not be afraid. I will not run in the wrong direction. I'm going to depend on you. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes this afternoon as we end. Oh, 
No matter how the ship rocks, it's not gonna turn over. Oh yes, I see you coming out stronger. 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 We will live and not die. 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 you want to take a moment you have your own business you're praying for your business you have a job you're praying for your job you don't have that it will be preserved as the stabilizer is taking place you don't have a job you're going to pray that in spite of the storm you'll get a job hallelujah you are in school you're going to pray that all will go well everything will be paid and you'll continue you will finish school in spite of the storm lift up your prayer Lift up your prayer. Lift. We don't know what lies ahead, but we just say, Lord, we're crying to you right now. Oh, yes, Lord. Preserve our businesses, Lord. Oh, may your job be preserved. You don't have a job, but you're going to get one in the midst of the storm. You will finish school in the midst of the storm. Oh yes. Oh yes. Speak divine provision. Divine provision. Divine provision. Divine provision. Regardless of the storm. Divine provision. Divine provision. Divine provision, divine provision, in spite of the storm. Divine provision, in spite of the storm. Divine provision, your final prayer you're going to prepare you're going to pray that we shall walk in divine health no matter what the storm is you will walk in divine health we are not doing hospital hospital medicine no 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 we are walking in divine health open up your mouth and begin to pray those of you with old parents speak it over your parents you're not going to be stressed out with hospital bells, speak it over your children, speak it over your household. 
are a student, you go through school, you will not be visiting any hospital, you will not be visiting Every member of my family is walking in divine health. In the name of Jesus. Every sickness is reversed. But we are walking in divine health. Finally, we want to pray that the war between Ukraine and Russia will just end. Yes. It will just end. Are you there? It may not make sense to you how it has influenced the global things, but it has. And we are just saying, Lord, it is ending. We have the power in our mouth of life and death, and we are saying it is ending. Lift up your voice right now and let us pray that war is over. That war is ending. Russia has to pull back. We gotta go back where they came from. This foolish war. We end it now in the name of Jesus. We ask for an abrupt end. We ask for a shocking end. It would have shocked them. Yes, Lord. We decree and declare an end to the war. The war between Russia and Ukraine. An upward end. A speeding end. Let us end now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. You are here, you've not given your life to Jesus. I want to lead you to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I want to lead you to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You are here, you've not given your life to Jesus. As every head is bowed, is your only hope the ship that is Jesus. In the midst of all that is going on, he's our only hope. You are here as every head is bowed, every eye is closed. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand, we're going to pray together. We're going to pray together. Oh yes. You want to receive him as Lord and Savior. Just come to me. I want to pray with you. I want to lead you in prayer. Just come. Just come. You want to pray that prayer saying, Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy upon our lives. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you that even though we don't know what's ahead, you know, and you are not moved. And because of that, we shall not be dismayed. We thank you so much for rescuing us. Thank you for the light of your word. Thank you. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen.
believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.